Ready? Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey Heather, how are you? This is Frank Whaley. I'm very well, thanks. It's Friday, November 12th today. Yes, it's a shit, shitty, shitty, shitty day. I was raining so hard this morning, but, you know, we've had this woodpecker knocking on the side of our house. And I thought, ah, at least now with this pouring rain, the damn woodpecker's going to not show up. But there it was again. Most freaking, like, resilient, intrepid woodpecker. Why is it resilient? Well, because it's still pecking on the side of the house in this massive storm. Birds don't care about rain. They still got, you know, birds are going to do what birds are going to do. I don't know. And this thing's driving me nuts, though. I don't know what to do. I I tried hanging some things all over the side of the house. (sighs) Well, you know, this sounds like champagne problems to me. And I think most would agree with that, Heather. Oh, you're quoting Taylor Swift. Champagne Problems is a Taylor Swift song, and this, as you know, is Taylor Swift weekend. You are aware, having a teenage daughter living in the house, that Taylor Swift wrote a song about Jake Gyllenhaal, who she dated, and now she has put out a 10-minute version of that song. So I was going to ask you a little quiz about which— I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. You don't? Yeah, I'm I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't. I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. You don't like him personally? I got some issues with Jake Gyllenhaal. Why? Well. I think that's not a good thing to say in your business. Because what if there's a big Jake Gyllenhaal movie and they're like, hey, maybe we should put Frank Whaley in it. Oh, he's got a podcast. Let's listen to it. And there you are saying, I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I'm going to go all in. I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Um, Yeah. I got my reasons. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spill. I'm not gonna spill the tea on you. On um, me? Yeah, I'm not gonna spill tea on you or anybody else. I'm not gonna spill the tea on my on my. On, I'm not gonna spill the tea with you about why I don't okay. like Jake Gyllenhaal. I have real. I have a very specific reason why I don't like Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, maybe you'll tell me after, because I've never. I never really knew that. You, I don't you think. know, you just forgot, or you you know, like things I say kind of go in one one yeah. one one of your tiny little ears and not the other. That's true. Um, so I was going to give you a little quiz, and you tell me whether or not Taylor Swift dated these celebrities. Okay? Go ahead. Number one, Nick Jonas. I know she dated Nick Nolte, but I'm not sure about Nick Jonas. She, I don't know who Nick Jonas is. I don't know. She's one of the Jonas brothers. Okay. I don't know. I don't know anything she, about them. No, she dated Joe Jonas. Oh. Uh, what about Lucas Till? You know Lucas Till. Uh, Don't you know Lucas Till? Is he the guy who was in Monster Trucks? Yeah, yeah. I worked with him on Monster Trucks. I also did. So did he date? I also did. um, Here's a here's a quiz for you. What what what's the other project I did with Lucas Till? Um, For one hundred thousand dollars in cash, for one hundred thousand dollars in twenties and tens. In your closet right now. You're going to walk in your closet. There's going to be stacks of 20s and 10s. Something you did with Lucas Till. For $100,000. Warning Heather. shot. I don't know. Do you even know who was in Warning no, Shot? No, I have no idea. So for $100,000, you couldn't say, who was in the film Warning Shot that I was in? No. Uh, Gary Busey? What? Oh. David I mean, Spade was David in Warning Spade. Shot. That's David all I can Spade. tell you about that movie. Oh, and also, um, 
what's his name? Um, the guy from Night of the Hunter. Um, uh, his, Robert his, Mitchum? No, no, the other one. Laura Dern's father. Who's Laura Dern's father? Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern was in that movie. And guess who else was in that movie? Warning shot with David Spade. Lucas Frank Till. Frank Whaley. Um, Bruce Dern. Lucas Till. James Earl Jones was in that film. Damn. There's a film in existence right now. This is the... St- this is why this is why there are way too many fucking films because there is a film in existence that no one ever saw that came out that can be seen on a streaming service somewhere with myself no doubt desperately overacting trying to make something of shitty material David Spade Again Frank you're I mean you're you're not making friends in the business with talk like that I'm in a fall mood today I know David you are. Spade Bruce Dern James Earl Jones and others, because I can't remember any of the other people's names. I can, I can, I can, I'm sorry to say it. I can't remember the other actors in that movie's names or even their faces. What was the other anyway, movie you did with Lucas Till? Wasn't a movie, Heather. Oh, was it was an episode of MacGyver. Oh. For fuck's sake. Okay. So do you think Lucas Till, you've met him, did he date Taylor Swift? Is he um, Swift material? Uh, I know he didn't date Taylor Swift, no. No, he did. I don't believe that. He did. Oh, really? But uh, from March 2009 to April 2009. So they dated for... Like they were like in third grade together. Yeah. They were like tiny babies. Okay, those two. how about this one? Robert Pattinson. You know Robert Pattinson. Edward Cullen from Twilight. Um, I don't know. No. No, she didn't. She dated the other guy from Twilight. The one who played Jacob. Taylor Lautner. John Mayer. Uh, yes, she dated him. She did. She's, she wrote a song about him. Uh, He's very, very, very well endowed. John oh, Mayer. my God. Uh, Harry Styles. Yes. Yes, of course, we know that, we know that they dated. And then, and then um, you mentioned that she dated Nick Nolte, which is true. And then what about... Nick Nolte? Yeah. She didn't date Nick she Nolte. She did. She dated Nick Nolte. Oh, good for her. And then the other one that you were t- telling me all about, her relationship with Ed Asner... That she had a long relationship with Ed Asner. We were listening to a Taylor Swift song. And you said that most people don't know this. This one is about Ed Asner. Um, yeah, well, here's, here's a piece of trivia on that. Taylor Swift and the late, great, dear, wonderful human and, and, uh, and actor Ed, Ed Asner um, introduced Taylor Swift to tantric sex. Pretty soon, you know what? All movies are going to be all movies. There's only going to be one type of movie, Marvel movie. There's only going to be like, like all movies will be Marvel and all the actors will be like Marvel actors. Does that mean that everyone's going to be like ripped? I don't know. I just was reading that Tom Cruise is going to be in the Marvel. Uh, he's going to do a major role in a Marvel movie. So that's what like, it's like. It's like all the it's like all the baseball players just playing for the Yankees. Like there, there won't be there's just going to be big, huge movies based on these these cartoon characters and and for me personally we used to go to see we cuz i'm i'm a, i'm a you're in the marvel universe i am in the marvel universe yeah, yeah I'm, i i marvel was very good to you I don't say bad things about marvel I got you've no... said bad things about jake gyllenhaal today you said something bad about the, whoever the poor person is who wrote warning shot now you're going to go and trash marvel are you out of your mind with all due respect to marvel marvel i am in the Marvel family, I I was I was a, a, a member of the of the Luke Cage family, 
played, can you name my character? The uh, Detective Scarf. Correct. And so I got no beef with Marvel. Love Marvel. We were we we got invited to all the before pre-pandemic. We got invited to all the family um, screenings. They treat their 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 workers, the people in the Marvel family. They treat them really well. But for me, Marvel movies within, like if if you if you you look at me when the when the lights dim, lights go down in the theater. And you, you check back with me 42 to 46 minutes later, you're going to find me sound asleep. I actually love those Marvel movies. Love them. Especially the Superman movie. Uh, not Superman. What's his name? Spider-Man. I, Spider-Man's just adorable. Look, Jake Gyllenhaal played Spider-Man, didn't he? Did he play Spider-Man? No. no I don't think so. He played, did he play Batman? I don't give a damn what Jake Gyllenhaal did. He played, he played Stupid Man. Okay. But here's the thing. All movies are going to be Marvel movies, or the, or or just these these the, the, and it just it just makes me just makes me upset. It makes me upset. Of course, with that said, I'd be happy 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 to you know revise my my role as Lieutenant Raphael Scarf. But could you, having played Scarf and Scarf, as everybody knows, ended up dead, mm-hmm. would you be able to appear as a different character? In a in a Marvel no. film, no, that doesn't. It, well, I guess yeah, because they talk about like Avengers and stuff in Luke Cage, right? I mean, maybe if I was like you know The Rock, but no, that not let me. Speaking of The Rock, you know what the you know what The Rock does at the at the gym? No, he pees in a bottle. What? Yeah. Why? He pees in a bottle. Why? There's no reason for that. There, I'm sure there's a bathroom. Well. I'll tell you something. He accidentally revealed the bizarre gym habit in an Instagram video. Realizing that a bottle of urine was in shot halfway through the clip. That's so gross. He explained that he doesn't have time to stop for a bathroom break and work out. He says, it's not a water bottle that I've actually purchased solely for water that you wash and clean when you're done using. These are just bottles that I'm no longer using. No, I think that he's making a joke. They're not, no, he's not joking. I think that's supposed to be funny. No, he's not joking. He's, he's very serious. He can't just take five seconds and go to the toilet? No, he says that, um, he, I usually stay pretty hydrated. I need to go to the bathroom a lot. And this is a problem that I have, as you know. Is it? Well, wait. So I would, I would think that it would be better to keep a bucket there then, not a bottle. He's not, you got to gonna... aim, you got to aim for the bottle. It would be if it, if, if the the issue is speed, like the frequency of urination, and he wants to be able to just go quickly and get back to his workout, then just have a bucket. Um, when I wake up in the morning, a chamber pot. One of the first things that I do is I drink probably a liter of water. Right. Yes. I drink one full liter of water. Yeah, that's better than your your former habit of waking up in the middle of the night and having a glass of wine and then going back to sleep. Yeah, I still have to do that sometimes, only when I'm feeling particularly happy. But I, I, uh, and so I know, I know what The Rock's going through. Like, I, it, you know, that's, you know, you drink that much water. And I'm assuming that by, he says he stays hydrated, he drinks a shitload of water. And then he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want to he- head over to the restaurant. <clears throat> I mean, look at The Rock. The man's built like a fucking um, shit brick house, as they say, or brick shit house. So he's, I think they just say brick house. No. You never heard the, the term um, a brick shit house? What is that? Look it up, Heather. Uh, 
To be built like a brick shithouse said of a man means to be very solidly built and muscular. When a woman is said to be built like a brick shithouse, it means she has a very shapely figure. I'm built like a shit brick house. This expression, uh, it says a shithouse or in Australia, a dunny is an outhouse used for urinating and defecating. They, these buildings used before indoor plumbing was common covered one or more toilets, which were usually nothing more than holes or latrines dug in the ground. The buildings were usually built cheaply out of odd bits of wood and were meant to be easy to move when the hole was filled with waste. An outhouse built of brick, therefore, would be one that was much more well-built than usual. You know what the idea of a, a giant hole in the ground that's filled with urine and feces reminds me of? Jake Gyllenhaal. Do you want to have a letter, Frank? Absolutely. Are you, what, what, what? Say it again? Do I want to have a letter? What? Do you want to have a letter? Oh, yeah, yeah. You mean, do, do you want, did somebody send a, a letter? Somebody sent a letter? Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to read it to you now. Before you do that, can I just say what mm -hmm. I just found out? Did, did you know that John Hinckley Jr. Uh, co-wrote a song with the group Devo? No. From, um, from prison? When he was no, in No. It was, it was before he was in prison, before he shot Reagan. What? Yeah. He, um, in 19... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Maybe it was after he was in prison. Yeah, it was after he, was, it was after he shot Reagan. In 1982, he co-wrote a song with Devo called I Desire. It's on their album, Oh No, It's Devo. Um, and it's, and, and he, wants, he wants residuals from it. He says he haven't, hasn't seen royalties in 35 years. He tweeted. How can John Hinckley tweet? You can tweet from jail? Didn't he just get out of prison? If, if he did, then that explains why, how he can tweet. But he's, in this tweet, he said, Back in 1982, I co-wrote a song with Devo called I Desire. It's on their album, Oh No, It's Devo. The album is still selling worldwide, especially in Japan and Europe. I haven't seen royalties in 35 years. What's the deal? In response, Devo's Gerald Cassell told Newsweek, that it was always the unpleasant thing that never goes away, while also noting that the band did not determine how publishing royalties were dispersed. It's possible that he's not lying. We're not talking about a lot of money here, believe me. It wasn't a hit. But certainly it's not because of Devo that he didn't get his money. Um, okay. That's crazy. He, yeah, he was a, he, on his Wikipedia page. They describe him as a songwriter. Wow. Um, and in October of 2020, a federal court ruled that he could showcase and market his work his artwork, writings, and music publicly under his own name. He has a YouTube channel where, since December 2020, he's posted videos of himself performing original songs with a guitar and covers of songs such as Blown in the Wind and uh, the Elvis Presley song Can't Help Falling in Love. Uh, the song that he wrote with Devo includes verses from a love poem that he wrote for Dodie Foster, with whom he was obsessed. That's so creepy. Um, uh, and... Um, uh... At the time, the, um, Devo did get permission from Hickley as well as Foster to use the verse in the song. Why, why Jodie Foster would give them permission to use that is beyond me. Um, I think she has poor judgment. We did take two verses from one love poem, and then I wrote subsequent verses that completely twisted the meaning of his verses on their, le on their head so that the narrator is telling the girl to run from him because he's a dangerous guy. Um... He's he these days Hinckley has been tweeting about wanting to focus on his music career, um, which is why I'm happy to um, announce that my new record label will be signing um, John Hinckley Jr. 
to an exclusive deal, Heather. You're the first to hear it. You're well, that's exciting. I didn't know you had a record label. I didn't either, not until this moment. I just I just decided I'm going to start a record label. I'm going to sign John Hinckley Jr. John Hinckley has 18,000 followers on Twitter. Well, that's pretty Two days amazing. ago, he tweeted, I've released a new single called You Let Whiskey Do Your Talking. It is a country song I wrote and recorded with full band. You Let Whiskey Do Your Talking is available on Spotify and other streaming sites. Check it out. What the heck? It's incredible. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Heather. Yeah. You were about to read the um, email that we got. Well, yeah. Okay. Go so this says, uh, hello, Whaley's. First, let me say how much I love your podcast, and I'm so glad that you're back. My mother and I have been listening, binging for a year now. That's nice. Wait, what? His mother? And yeah. His... This is, this is. This is this is, a grown man? This is a man writing. I didn't tell you it was a man. This is a man. But this is a man. His name... I, you didn't tell me it was a man. I'm, I'm wondering, is this a grown man? It is. I don't know how grown he is. I don't know how grown he is. It's Well, I mean, he's got to be an adult because listen to this. It says, I recently ran into an old friend who had been at the wedding of another mutual friend. He told me that the bride who I once dated is now denying that she ever dated me and that we were just friends. This makes it awkward for me to what see the her. Fuck? This is like a Rubik's Cube. But what? also to see her new husband, who is also an old friend of mine, because I can't help but think that he, the husband, thinks I lied about the relationship, even though I have never mentioned it. How do I set the record straight? Well, I would say you don't. This so is it just is, straight this, up this, this is a man. This is a man. A grown man. But he's living with his mother? He didn't say he's living with her. He said that he and his mom listened to the podcast. Maybe they listen separately and they talk about it. They have a little, like, meet-up. Okay, I got a, well, for, that's a, I got a problem with, I don't know why I have a problem with that, but me and my mother listen, I don't know, but I don't know. Anyway. This whole thing seems very bizarre to l- me. L- why l- do me you see, care? Let me see if I can get this straight. So he bumped into a friend who was at the wedding of another one of their friends who, who's marrying somebody who's also a friend of his, of yeah, this man. Yeah, he wasn't invited to the wedding. So he must be a, like, a, like a weirdo. But he had, he had relations with the bride. The bride has said it's not true. Yeah. Okay. And what does he want from you and me? He asks, how do I set the record straight? Set the record straight by moving out of the house with your mother and stop, stop lying about having sex with women that you didn't have sex with. Oh, well, I just think, it. who cares? Who cares if she denies it? Doesn't matter. Why? Like, why do you? Why, why are you worried about this old relationship? I mean, it's it, you got to move on with your life. It's well, pretty pathetic. Well, listen, I can. I you know, I know that I can say that. Um, it sounds like an awkward situation. It sounds like a very awkward situation because, you know, you don't. You can't really say, "Hey, why are you saying we didn't have relations?" Why would you care if she did say that? Yeah, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Although, although, although a man who says a man who walks around claiming to have had, you know, certain um, intimate relationships with somebody and, and in fact did not, that man is a weasel. Right. But that that's not what's happening here. He says he's never mentioned it after they dated. He never mentioned it. Right. But but it somehow it came up in this relationship and probably this woman. I believe this man. I believe this man. And I believe that this the, the, the woman in question probably said to, in order to save the, the, the fragile yeah. pride and insecurity of her stupid husband, 
probably said, no, no, we didn't. I never, I would never right. slept with him. You're the only one I've ever slept with. Right. I certainly didn't sleep with one of your friends. Right. Because you know how men are. Men are very fragile, Heather. Men are super fragile. Super fragilistic. You're, you're lucky that you have one of the few, you know, I'm, you know, I'm built like a, I'm, I'm like a brick shit house over here, peeing in bottles all over the place because that's me. Right. Is that what I have to look forward to this Friday night? What? You can pee in bottles all over the house. Oh, yeah. I've already you're, you're in a cranky mood. You're like, you've already <laughs> said like you're really in a foul mood. And now you're going to go pee in a bottle and leave it around the house somewhere? Well, I got news for you. I've already peed in three bottles and left them in like Easter eggs around the house for you to find. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Have a super duper weekend. Enjoy the Taylor Swift short film that's coming out at 7 p.m. Eastern time. I will be watching. And for my new uh, John Hinckley Jr. Um, album that I produced uh, entitled I Hate Jake Gyllenhaal. This is not very good podcast content.